Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gamblernet in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. Today is Wednesday, October the 18th, 2023. If you're not a member of Auburn Live on 3, now is the absolute perfect time to join us. Uh, we've got 50% off an annual subscription, so 55 bucks for the entire year, or you can get that first month for $1.00. It's up to you, man. Make your decision. Either way, come join us. We've got recruiting coverage all this week and next week and every week. Uh, every week that there is a week, we've got recruiting coverage. We've got game coverage. We've got basketball coming up. We've got it all. Uh, we've also got this weekend a big uh, football game between Auburn and Ole Miss, a big recruiting weekend for the Auburn Tigers. And here to talk to me and you about it all is Mr. Jay Head and Mr. Cole Pinkston. How about you, fellas? How about you, brother? All right. They are here 100% of the time when they're here. That's right. I mean, i got my Bill Belichick sweaty on right now. I just need to oh. cut these off. I'm ready to do business, big dog. Oh, speaking of big dogs, you need some bird dogs, big dogs. Mm. I'm here to tell you, you got to get your big dogs, bird dogs, or bird dogs for your big dogs. You know how good they make you look, fellas. I mean, just look at me. Today I'm rocking the, the polo, by the way. I'm, I'm rocking the polo. Can you see my polo? I do. They make your pet. They make you. They make you look huge, big dog. They make you on swole, son. On swole. And on. See how big I am. Watch this. Watch this. Bird dog. No bird dog. No bird dog under britches on. I love the bird dogs, man. And uh, it's kind of getting out of a short season. I have to bust out my. 
my bird dog pants. See, if I can get into them, I don't think I can. Mm. Uh, but, hey, y'all go to birddogs.com slash Auburn, all caps, one word, believe it or not. Uh, enter the promo code for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order of birdie, uh, a, a, a bird dog. Not Yeti. Let's use the uh, Hydro Flask. Hydro Flask. Go to birddogs.com slash Auburn, all caps, one word. Don't forget, bird dogs make you look good. Need I say more? Um, those the shorts they've got, which there's still time to get them now. Got the stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh, giving you that sculpted look. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I'm out of breath just from standing up. <laughs> <laughs> they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. We don't like that. Fellas don't like the restricting cotton. Uh, they fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric. Man, I'm telling you what, get the underwear. Get the underwear, or you can go commando with the shorts. Mm. Either way, Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day. I've already showed you what I'm rocking. <laughs> get that, get the hydro flash, man. Uh, no, seriously, go to birddogs.com slash Auburn, all caps, one word. Don't, don't make it too. Um, and, and get you that free hydro flash style bird dogs plus, uh, some rocking, rocking, uh, gear. Appreciate bird dogs for the big dogs. All right, folks. Hey, what we're going to do today, we always take questions from the corner each week, or we have been since we started. Every week that we started it, we've done it every week. Um, 100% of the time. What, yeah, 100% of the time, we do it every week. Um, what, what, what has happened in the past since we started these questions is we'll talk about, talk about, talk about, then we'll get into the questions and, 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 it's, and it's asking. Those, the questions don't know that we've already answered this. So we're going to reverse order. We're going to do questions first, and then at the, at the end of the questions, if we haven't covered something or the questions haven't covered something that we want to cover, we will do so then. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try this formula. Um, all right, Zach. Zach's telling me to shut up and just get to the, get to the questions. <laughs> uh, all right, Mace him do wants to know if Jamonte Waller attends the game this week. Jamonte Waller, the four star edge from uh, Mississippi. What is it? It's not Picayune. Is it Picayune? Yeah, Picayune. Picayune. Uh, is committed to Florida. He was at the Georgia game, the Auburn Georgia game. And Mace him do wants to know if he comes back this week. How close would you be to putting in a flip prediction? Cole Pinkston, you like Mr. Jamonte Waller? You've been on his recruitment. Let's go to you. I like Jamonte Waller a lot, and so does Ron Roberts. And, and I keep continuing to hear, hey, you might hear some more Jack names um, or people that can play the Jack. This is the guy we want. This is the guy that they're not going to give up on no matter what, all the way to the end. So I do expect him to be back for a game. If it's this week, uh, I wouldn't be shocked. I'll put it that way. Would not be shocked. If he shows up again, I put it in the insider that I wrote last night, yes. I will be very close to a prediction for him to flip to Auburn. And I really do think it's not just a flip for this guy. I think if he if he decides to make a decision and leave that Florida commitment, it's Auburn. I don't see anybody else. So that's where I'm feeling on Jamonte right now. He um he was he's on my I did a uh, the on three national show earlier. I think it's going to come out tomorrow. But Josh Newberg wanted to know like who are some of the guys that you haven't confirmed yet, but you keep an eye open for them. Waller was one of them. Cam Franklin is another. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Coleman is another. He told me, what, two or three weeks ago he was going to come to the Ole Miss game. But I would rather hear it from his mouth a little bit more recently before saying he's coming. I'm still waiting on that. Haven't received that. But uh, those are three guys I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, but basically, I'm with Cole. I've got him at 45, I think, on the hot board. If he shows up at Auburn Saturday, 
Yeah. Might be putting it at 50-50. And that, that'd be the worst case. Um, all right, y'all tripping. Uh, Cole's favorite, y'all tripping. Uh, what is the O-line plan? How many from high school, J-Head? How many from JUCO? How many from Portal? So I think the plan has always been three to four from high school, one from junior college, and then the portal would be contingent on what you necessarily lose as attrition. Does Dylan Wade turn pro? You know, do you have somebody else that leaves the team unnecessarily that you weren't necessarily accounting for? From a number standpoint, you're only losing four guys off the roster after this season. So you're losing Cam Stutz, you're losing Avery Jones, you're losing uh, God, who's the backup from Georgia? Uh, Jaleel Irvin. Yeah. Oh. And then you're losing uh, our big guy that came in from Western Kentucky, Gunner. Gunner, yeah. So you're only losing four. You've got 16 on the roster right now. I don't know of anybody that's getting processed, but Wade could turn pro early. Somebody else could jump into the portal. So then you're kind of supplementing yourself. But I think this staff has bought in on building it the right way. Through the high school ranks, they want to make sure that they're taking four to five guys every year. My understanding is three to four right now because this is in a great national class from an offensive line standpoint. But if they could get four or five of high school guys that they really like, I think they'd take them. So that number's a little bit fluid, uh, so stick with us on that one. But my expectation right now would be, and you guys let me know what you think, uh, would be three to four from the high school ranks, one junior college, and then Portal would be as needed. I won't argue with that. M.D. Hill wants to know, what are the odds that we land one consensus five-star this cycle? Cam Coleman, Orion Williams, K.J. Bolden. I think those are about the only consensus five-stars I can think of that Auburn is in on. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm losing. Close, but, I mean, I don't know if they're going to get him. So, What would you say, Cole? I'm sorry I was talking over you. No, you're good. L.J. McCray is one, but I don't know. I don't know, you know, I'm not feeling that too much. Um, well, let me – It depends on Ryan Williams to me, right? Like, he's the one to me, if you've got a shot, it's with him. Well, I feel like what I said about Jamonte Waller and him being, you know, till, till the end, no matter what, Auburn will not relent on this guy. This is the guy they want. I feel that way about Ryan Williams. I feel that way about KJ Bolden and Cam Coleman. And I really do think it's a small handful of guys who they really will not take no for an answer until it's over. Sure. Uh, so these are the, with that, I mean, you look at Perry Thompson, Demarcus Riddick, and they were able to win some of these. Joe Phillips, great example of that. Um, Walker White. So I think they, they are capable of doing this again uh, before this cycle's over. Yeah, not a lot of consensus five-stars Auburn's in on. Of course, there aren't a lot of consensus five-stars, period. But those two, K.J. Bolden, would be, to me, the best shot in 2020. I'm with you on that, uh, Jay Head. Ryan Williams, I would say, is the most likely. K.J. Bolden, not too far behind him, believe it or not. And that's just, you know. I agree. Auburn thinks they got a damn good shot here. Um, I tell you the one that I thought to begin with, Cam Coleman, and I just, until he shows back up on campus. Me too. And even if he does show up, I, I just I, I'm not seeing any signs of a And I just don't know that it's going to be Auburn. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, that situation is going to be interesting. I mean, watching A&M right now in a tailspin, and you still got Ole Miss and LSU. You have to travel to to seven and five. Get Jimbo fired, and if he gets fired, what does Cam do? But I still, even if Jimbo got fired, I don't have a strong gut feeling he'd come to Auburn. I just don't. Right Me now. neither. Me neither. Uh, speaking of gut feelings, NSH 
times AUB. Gut feeling at the time of recording. Where does DeAndre Carter sign? Whoa, it's coming in hot there in a NSH. That's a good question. Cole had something about uh, on this on his insider. I believe it was Tuesday night. Cole, what did you? Uh, what's the latest you're hearing on DeAndre Carter? Yeah, to answer your question, Texas. Uh, I have a gut feeling he signs with Texas. I know okay. it's not the news you want to hear, <laughs> but that's what I'm hearing. And and right now, you know, I, I got him flipping. But I don't think it's over though. At the same time, I do think Auburn's. You know, this is another one of those guys that they realize. You know, we need to try to stay in this the best that we can, no matter what. He chose Auburn for a reason, okay? He didn't just do it because eh, it felt like the right move at the time. No, I mean, I think he, he put a lot of thought into it. We heard about it for a while. He likes Auburn a lot. Can that out outweigh, you know, some of the other things in this recruitment? That That's what I'm trying to figure out. Right now, I don't think it will. I think he ends up with Texas, but I do think that Auburn is not out of it by far. And, look, I know people are going to say, we can't, you know, get one guy from California over Texas. Texas has been recruiting. Since Steve Sarkeesian got there, they have put a major emphasis on recruiting the state of California, okay? There are a lot of guys from California on that roster. Texas is a program that's potentially going to be contending for the national championship, and they have every bit the NIL offer that Auburn does on the table. Yeah. So, to me – Yes. Can Auburn stay in this one? Absolutely. I think they're going to. Um, I can't say, like, to me, it is TBD where he's going to sign. I think it's that type. When I asked around on this one, I don't think there's a consensus either way, like that he's going to stay with Auburn or he's going to sign with Texas. I just don't have a feel on it. But I'm, I hear you, Cole. I mean, there's definitely some, some Texas smoke out there for sure. On three does not like DeAndre Carter, by the way. <laughs> unranked the number 57 interior offensive lineman in the country, while the on three industry ranking has him the number 10 uh, offensive lineman in the country. Oh, man. Where do they have House, by comparison? Oh, House is pretty low. Uh, I, he's a three-star. I know that. I'm not sure where he's See, on three has him 82. and So they've got him 82, 35 spots, or, or 27 spots. I don't know how to do math. 82 minus 57. Twenty-five, twenty-five spots. Is that right? Twenty-five spots behind DeAndre Carter. They don't like either one of those two guys. Crazy man. Hmm. It is crazy, but man, I also look at it like, you know, I watched Gunnar Britton against Auburn going against Derek Hall, and he got destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have a terrible game, but he surely couldn't handle Derek Hall. Now he he comes to Auburn, and he's one of the most consistent guys, and he's handling guys like that now. I'd argue Gunnar Britton is your second best portal pickup in this cycle yeah. behind Dylan Wade. Yeah. It's pretty good when you can get two starting linemen out of the transfer portal, isn't it? Yeah. Three. Three. You can oh, Avery. Yeah. Avery's been, he's been struggling, hasn't he? He has. But I think he's still better than a freshman in Connor Lee. I hear you. I agree. He's, I think he's a step up from what Auburn's had at center the past few years. Oh hell yeah, but that don't take <laughs> much. No offense. When he's when he's not when, when he's not snapping poorly on fourth down or, or sending it to Jarquez on first down of the or the third down against LSU or holding or ball uh, illegal snap. Don't get me wrong. That's the only time I notice linemen is when they have penalties. Yeah, correct. When so wrong, right? Right. When they do something right, you don't really Mm-mm. you don't notice it. Nope. That's not fair to them. I will acknowledge that. So, right there, you go. Disclaimer. 
All right, Auburn Sarge Wolf, 559. How confident are you on a top 12 class? Chances at a top 10 still? Yeah. Shoot, I feel better about Auburn's recruiting. I mean, they just got Jordan Crawford to the top. I know that's the 2025 class, but it's not like Auburn's losing steam. I like our chances. You think this is because of the, the recent decommitments? He's yes, I think the recent decommitments have people a little skittish. And then you look at the production on the field as well, and people are starting to think, okay, you're going to get yourself into the point where okay. people aren't going to see Auburn as being attractive anymore. And I, I can understand how fans can get to that point. Recruits see things differently, and in year one they see things a lot differently. So I think you just have to kind of look at it from a different perspective than the normal fan perspective when you're thinking about this. Yeah. Hard to do, by the way. It is. I, I realize how hard it is, and I say that a lot on our board. J-Head, hey, recruits think differently than, than than maybe you do, than fans do. That's hard. It's hard to get your get your mind around that and why that may be, but it's true. Agreed. I, I, I was trying to look um, in 2020. Damn, I was looking at Mike Norville's. It was his first season at Florida State was 2020. He had he won three games. Yes, he finished with the number 21 class. Yes, yeah. That's... Look where he is two years later. Now they what they did is they leveraged the portal extremely hard in that first cycle. They didn't do it through numbers. They did it through you know, uh... impact prospects. So if you go back and look, um. They they killed it in the portal that cycle and had to, honestly. They had because their high school class did not give them the talent that they needed to get to the point they're at now. Yeah, I only would, only eight four stars in that class of twenty five, twenty six. I would argue that they nailed a lot of evals too. Hell they yeah. killed it. Kalen Deloach is a guy that comes to mind. That was a guy that Auburn offered, and I thought he was ridiculously good. And then you know just kind of he he just sort of leaned to Florida State and. That guy's the real deal. It's just guys like that. They got several. No, yeah, I'm with you on them being nails on recruiting, but believe it or not, that was one of Willie's guys. Uh, he's been there that long. Surprise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it gave him a chance to rebuild the program. Yeah. Looking pretty good right now. Uh, Auburn currently is at 15th, Sarge. I, I think 8 to 12. I still, I'm, I'm still in that ballpark. Yeah, 12, definitely doable. Yeah, I think so. I think 12 is definitely gettable. Um, and with the start you're on in the 2025 class, I think top 10, yeah. top seven is doable. Uh, absolutely. On the track you're on. Uh, Eli Double Lot wants to know what is the latest intel on the Parker trio? Okay. Do we have a timeline for a potential, potential Beeman flip or offered commitment? Cole Pinkston. Uh, yeah, man, the Crawford commitment is huge. And it, it, we haven't really gotten to sit down and talk about that, but dude. That is a legitimate interior defensive lineman right there, all right? He's playing next to Beeman, and sometimes you don't see Beeman because Crawford's making the play, all right? Uh, yes, Crawford's commitment helps Auburn with the trio from Parker, 100%, mm-hmm. or the duo behind him, right? Offered Beeman. The, the problem with Beeman is we don't have a, a, a timeline on his potential flip like we did with Perry Thompson and DeMarcus Riddick, we knew that they were going to do it at a certain point. We don't know that with Beeman. He's not going to release that. It's just going to be something you got to watch really closely. And now that you got Crawford in the fold, we already knew that Auburn had a chance with Crawford. We already knew that Auburn had a chance with Beeman. But 
that makes it a little bit better for you. I really do think it helps. Uh, I will say this, the latest on uh, Alford, I think Alford, Auburn is probably uh, very near the top, if not at the top for him, 2025 five-star DB. He's going to Ohio State this weekend. He will be at Auburn next weekend for the Mississippi State game. Nice. Uh, so keep an eye on him. Uh, Buck1988 wants to know, yes or no, K.J. Lacey will be our 2025 quarterback commit. Personally, I think Ryan Williams would approve. Uh, I'm not going to argue that. I think they'd like him to be, if, 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 if that makes sense. I do, too. I don't know if I would say he is going to be the guy. That's what I'm saying. I think they'd like him to be the guy. Right. Yeah. I, 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 it's, listen, Ryan Williams would like nothing more than to see K.J. Lacey at Auburn. Yes. That would help tremendously. I don't think it would uh, – it's not going to put Auburn over the top. It's not going to be like, oh, if K.J. Lacey's not going to Auburn, I'm not going to Auburn. I don't think that's the case. I think Ryan Williams, if he goes to Auburn, is going to be because he wants to go to Auburn, and then he's going to probably try to get K.J. in there with him. Now, mm-hmm. the good thing for Auburn is, is K.J. is the class after him. If Ryan reclassifies, which I think is more likely than not at this point. So you get – you marry Ryan and you engage K.J. and then just let – Things fall where they may before the next December. Yeah. yeah, and I would tell you to me, um, if you get Ron Williams, I think the odds of getting KJ Lacey go up significant. He's yours if you want him. Yeah, and, and I, I think they do. Yeah. Well, I, then, I, then then count me in. Yeah. I, I talked to Ryan a couple of weeks ago about, uh, and I asked him about this, and I actually wish I'd included it in my war room, but um, he, that's exactly what he told me. I want KJ and I want to go to the same school. That's why he's visiting Texas. That's why Ryan's going out to Texas. That's why he's uh, bringing KJ along everywhere he goes. So, yes, um, KJ Lacey, very, very likely candidate to be at or near the top of the Auburn quarterback board in 2025. Yep. All right, Okoji, Okoji Rabbit, Cole. Why do you like Cohen Eccles so damn much? My God, do get a room. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Cohen Eccles. Um, for those who don't know, he is an A&M offensive line commit, four-star with all three now. He was the no-star when Auburn uh, offered him a while back. I think Auburn was one of the very first ones to get on him, actually. Um, I like Cohen Eccles because I think he is almost a clone of Dylan Wade. I think he is so close to what Dylan Wade is at Auburn right now, and Dylan Wade's killing it. I mean, you're, you're starting to question, is he going to make it back to Auburn this year because he could go to the pros and play? Okay, This is what Eccles is. I think Eccles could play guard. I think he could play center. I think he could play tackle. He can play them all. You just the, the reason for that is athleticism, right, Jayhead? He's got it, dude. Yes. Got a lot of it. Um, one of the most athletic offensive linemen in the entire 2024 class. And he's built just like Dylan Wade, too. We've seen him in person, Jeffrey, once or twice now. Mm. He looks just like him. Do you have something to say on that, Jay? No, I'm with you. You know, it's very unique when you have a kid that's being recruited because A&M's recruiting him to play center. Auburn's recruiting him to play guard or tackle. There are other schools that are involved that like him at a different position. You know what I mean? When you see a kid that can play all three spots, you grab him because in this league – look at what happened – Friday night, 
we brought in Muskrat to play guard, right? He yep. kicked out to tackle because he was your next best offensive lineman. You yep. need versatility amongst your offensive line. It's all about playing your best five. This kid gives you the opportunity to play your best five each and every time you're on the field because of what he can do. Great point. Next question comes from Holden Magrin. Holden Magrin, are you guys sensing anything going on with Walker got Walker White regarding the rumors this week from the corner? This was from uh, Navy 1970. Yes. He played golf with uh, receivers father out in Little Rock, Arkansas, and the, the, the receiver's father uh, allegedly told him that Walker White is considering decommitting. And um, he actually, I, I, I think he's somebody's pulling your leg, big dog. I mean, <laughs> have y'all heard anything besides this? No. No, it, and I'm not saying this because this is a, you know what I mean, like a public podcast or anything. No, I haven't heard anything with regard to that. Um, I thought he was a troll at first, and so I let it go, right? I think I end up locking it or something, maybe. This is uh, this is recruiting, so nothing would shock me. I've learned uh, to be that sure. way. But, I mean, that yeah. would be the biggest shock in my professional career. To go from recruiting the way he has for this class – like to all of a sudden hard stop decommit. He was just in town. He was just in on campus ten days ago. Yes, at the Georgia game. Official visit. His whole family. How wonderful a visit he had. How much of it, how bright of a future Auburn has. How much he gelled with the coaching staff. All those things. Um, I just I don't see it. I, I get that rumors tend to happen this time of the year. Um, you, you know that dude was like, he's like, hey man, I'm gonna go tell old old 1970 tomorrow. I'm gonna tell him Walker White's looking around. Watch this big dog. I bet you it makes him on the corner before Monday. <laughs> not not to mention, adding to your list there, Jay Head, he he probably sees some opportunity at Auburn right now. Uh, what what more could you ask for? And, and listen, here, let's don't forget about this. Quarterbacks right now, most of them have nowhere else to go. Like teams have their quarterbacks. Quarterbacks yeah. have their teams. This not this is not decommitment season for for quarterbacks. No, you make that decision. The quarterback race, unless there is a coaching staff that right. gets fired, you know what I mean. Like yeah. typically speaking, you're done. You're you're locked in. You don't decommit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So no, absolutely not. Do not believe anything on Walker White except that he is all Auburn all the time. The real Stanzies says, "What's the word on Alvin Henderson?" Uh, I. Texted with Alvin back and forth. I don't still don't think he's in any hurry to make a decision. Um, he's got homecoming uh, Friday night and then a homecoming dance Saturday. He's going to try to make it to Auburn this weekend, but he doesn't think he doesn't know if he can right now or not. Do y'all still think Auburn is the team to beat? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I think they're the team to beat. I think there are other teams involved, but Auburn sure. team to beat. Sure. I think Auburn's the team to beat all the way in the end, no matter what happens. Okay. I agree. Be shocked if he signs anywhere but Auburn. He might commit three other places, but in the end, he signs with Auburn. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, Bubba AU thirty three. Uh, if if and when Ryan Williams reclassifies to the twenty twenty four class, where would he be ranked? Top five, top ten. I don't know. We don't do the rankings, but we'll give you an educated guess. Top thirty for sure. He'd be a five star. Yeah, he'd be a five. I don't think he. Man, would. he's the number one wide receiver in twenty twenty five. I think he would be top five in twenty twenty four. 
top five wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, you gotta, if if the rankings guys are willing to put a five star on a guy so early, hmm. they don't really care what class he's in. He's five star. He's a five. He'll find a way into the top thirty two players in the country. I firmly believe that he's a five star. I'm looking at position rankings. Uh, he probably wouldn't beat Jeremiah Smith, Micah Hudson, Cam Coleman, Mike Matthews, or Mylon Graham. Yeah. I don't. I only know about. I know Mike Matthews. I know Jeremiah Smith. I know Cam Coleman. I don't know about the other cats. But I would think he would be in there pretty quickly. So eight wide receivers are five stars. So I would say he's definitely a top eight wide receiver. And let's see where Cam Williams, who is the number eight wide receiver, he's the number 27 overall recruit. So, Jay, he had top 30, uh, top eight wide receiver, five-star status, absolutely. Yep. All right, good stuff, though. Uh, N.B. Weagle, uh, any updated thoughts on the 2025 targets at linebacker and D.B.? Uh, when I think of 2025 linebacker targets, I'm thinking Zion Grady. I'm thinking Eric Winters. Eric, Eric Winters. I'm thinking the uh, the kid from South Georgia. Is, uh, Zion, is Zion Grady outside linebacker? Yes. Okay. Uh, Jack, he might even be a five technique. Winner. He's the kind of the C.J. May, right? Like they're not pushing for C.J. May because they got Caleb Falk and they C.J. May, the other four star from Highland Home, who was committed to Notre Dame. Right, and I honestly believe he grows into an end. I don't think he's okay. going to as an outside linebacker, if we're being honest. Um, no, it, so is, is it Tevin Wallace or is it, is it Travion? Travion. Travion. That's it. <clears throat> yeah, he's a big one. That's what I'm tracking, Eric Winters. I'm tracking um, – I'm trying to think of other inside linebackers to track. thing about it is um, – all we have to go by right now is that Josh Aldridge gets the guys he wants at linebacker. He really does, doesn't he? I mean, probably Josh, not, it's probably not a huge extensive board. I mean, he's probably got three or four guys. He's like, I'm going to get that guy. That's the one I want. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's he's done a good job. That's for sure. You got to give Josh his uh, his flowers. He's mobbed up real quick down here. I'm just looking through some of the offers. Tavion Wallace, uh, Jaden Perlotti. You remember him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see anybody else. Uh, Jarkobi Hobson. Remember Jarkobi? Oh, no. They, uh, he's just the guy right now. Well, I mean, he's on there. But, he, yeah, you're right. He's probably not up there in the very top. Uh, we, of course, 2025 DBs would be uh, Naeem Offered. Yes. I'm trying to look for some in-state, maybe some Georgia guys. Uh, Chris Ewald. Yeah, he's interesting. Ewald, whatever. Oh, no, no. Why, do I, why does that name sound familiar? Yeah, he, he's been twice. He's been okay. Twice. All right. He's the Michigan commitment, I think. Uh, I think. Right. Uh, let's see. Anybody else? Anybody else? Dylan Lewis. Uh, Anquan Figgins. There you go. Yeah. Listen, I was told about him last week. Keep an eye on the kid from uh, Thompson. Anquan Figgins. Four-star uh, safety. Plays with uh, Caleb Harris there at Thompson. He oh, is uh, Eric Winters. Eric Winters is listed as a safety. And he plays safety in high school for, okay. the, for Enterprise. He, he plays a good bit of safety, but I think they project him at linebacker, and that's where we've got him listed. Enterprise's quarterback went down this year, so Eric Winters has been playing quarterback for them. Uh, and what about Kid Country's boy, Derek Smith? Is he a receiver? Receiver, okay. Yeah, he's he's listed as an athlete. I want to make sure I didn't lose. Uh, if, if Ron Williams uh, reclassifies, Derek Smith might be your number one guy for 25. Ooh. I think he would be. He's, okay. he's 
He is legit. Good question here from Buck1988. Uh, your best guess on which 2024 prospects on the O-line that signed with Auburn out of high school. So some potentials. I, I think we've go. You've got Khalil House flipping yeah. to Auburn. It's really just two that I feel really confident in, and that's Khalil House and Favor Edwin. I, I like those two signing with Auburn. After I would that, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think watch the Michigan State decommitment. That's one. If you get him in for an OV, watch that one. A.J. Dennis. A.J. Dennis. And then I am very interested. Obviously, you've got the kid from Madison that I'm still paying attention to uh, in Baker. Reese Baker. Reese Baker. Um, Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. But I'm watching that A&M situation. I'm, I'm serious when I say I think they're going to fire Jimbo if he gets to 7-5. and five. I believe that. I think they think that it's putting it off another year and they're still having to pay him $10 million to coach next year when you don't have a whole lot of hope. If that happens and Cohen Eccles starts looking around, we, Auburn's put a lot of work into that one. I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention there. Uh, Cole, what do you know about Auburn's interest in T.J. Lockhart? Yeah, I don't really hear his name much. Uh, he was there for Big Cat. That's all I know. I don't hear his name at all. He – um. I, I, I messaged with him uh, earlier this week, and he says he's hearing a lot from them and that he hasn't set a date, but he plans to visit. Isn't he committed to Mississippi State? Yeah, he is. Okay, well, anyways. Uh, I think actually a lot of guys that you, you could reach out to and they'd go, hey, I'm hearing a lot from Auburn. It's, once again, this, this, this uh, what's the word, selectivity that they seem to have, Auburn. Like, you know, I have these, and I don't really want to go below this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that going on that we don't 100% know who might move into that category. I think it's possible for some of these names that we are hearing about, like Lockhart, to move into that category, though. Okay. That makes sense. It does. I mean, you're not – they're not obviously not pushing hard for him. Not yet. I don't think so. But but I could be wrong on that. I just haven't heard his name. Uh. But whenever he wants to know any basketball recruiting news, yeah, I've got some news. Uh, basically, it's a no news. The news is that there's not much news right now. Uh, Auburn is expecting to have a couple of unofficial unofficial visitors in this weekend. Uh, nobody of note, really, if there is, if there's an addition this later this week, I'll let you all know. Jasper Johnson was going to come in for an official visit this weekend. He has decided to postpone to a basketball weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jasper Johnson from Link Academy. He's an, uh, he's a the number thirteen overall recruit in twenty twenty five. He's from Lexington, Kentucky. Um, the number one combo guard in the country. I think he must be playing in Missouri. Oh, the Link Academy. He's the number one player in Missouri. So five. He's a twenty four seven Sports five star, an ESPN five star, and an on three four star. Um, but he was going to come in this weekend for an official visit. He has. He'll come back for, during basketball season. So not a lot this week. 
Uh, that Nick Cody guy is going to visit next weekend. He's going to announce his decision shortly after that. I'll have more on him next week. Average Bavarian. Bavarian. Who was your favorite under-recruited player that Auburn found and developed into a key player? This is a great question. This is a great question. Mm, there's a lot. I know. I, I got mine off the top of my head right now. Go for it. Throw me some ideas out here. Daniel Thomas. No Daniel Thomas. Good one. I love that kid, a two-star that T-Rob found, and then Crime Dog capitalized on it after T-Rob left to go to South Carolina. Uh, And you're talking about a kid that came in and started at the nickel and played all four years at Auburn. Absolutely love that kid. Well, remember Tyrone Green? Yes. Tyrone Green was a two-star offensive lineman that nobody wanted. Auburn took him. He's played in the NFL for about 10 years with the Chargers, I think. Last I heard. Sure did. I think mine's Darren Bates. Oh, good good one. Good one. It was good, man. He was he started Who was his teammate? Trivia. Sean Coleman. Sean Coleman. Really? Sean yeah. Coleman was the five star. Darren Bates was the two star. Yeah, yeah. Sean was a three star out of Olive Branch, Mississippi. Jeffrey covered that recruitment from start to finish. That kid went to a four star to a five star and then just blew up, man. This might make this might not make any sense to some because he was actually a four star by some sites. Uh Jalen Simpson is the guy that comes to mind with this. Yeah. Do you remember the it was it was a duo deal. Um they got his teammate Ja'Shawn Sheffield. And it mm-hmm. seemed like more press around that guy than there was Jalen Simpson. This there was. Guy. Well that's because early in the recruitment Ja'Shawn uh, was it Ja'Shawn? Yeah. Ja'Shawn. He was the four-star. Jalen was the little three-star. So they would go to trips together, and Jashan would get all the the headlines, and it was like, oh, yeah, and his three-star teammates here, too, and Auburn wants him, too. Yeah, right. But it was four-star visits, and, you know, his teammate was the second note. And, man, uh, I'll never forget Jashan looking up at A-Day that game. He looked so disinterested. I thought, that dude's never coming to Auburn. He committed about a week later. (laughs) (laughs) He was the one getting all the press, and then they were like, and Simpson's coming too. I was like. And, and he, Simpson got that late postseason bump to a four, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did. Well, he was an everything guy. He played quarterback. and Yeah, wide weird. receiver sure did. He was small. St. Simon's Island. I'll give you two more, both out of Mobile. You probably know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Roger McCreary, Nick Fairley. Nick God, was Nick. like a two-star guard out of high school that yeah. went to Juco and became a three-star DL crazy. Roger, yes. two-star that became a three, he was committed to South Alabama. Boy, I tell you what, man, Greg Brown could ID some defensive backs. Could he not? Bring that man back and his Crocs. I don't care if he's constantly watching the, you know I mean, walking the frozen food aisle at Kroger or not. Bring him back to let him ID DBs. To, to go off of this, is there anybody on the commit list right now or anybody from last year's commit list that sort of reminds you of this kind of player? Right now, to me, almost the spitting image, like the clone, like I was saying about Dylan Wade and Cohen Eccles, of Jalen Simpson for me right now is Colton Hood. I mean, he's oh, like, yeah. everything's almost the same in how he was recruited and, and, and he was a quarterback and he was all this and he was a little bit small, but now you see him walking around you're like, good Lord, who is that guy? He looks totally different. Like, man, that doesn't even look like Colton, you know? In this class, I think it, you nailed it in the past class. In this class, I think – Probably going to be the kid out of Thompson. I, I am really impressed with his film. Um, I didn't think I was going to be, let me be honest with you, 
when I started hearing that name, I turned it on. I was like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, this this is better than I thought. Yeah. Let me tell you when I knew Caleb Harris was legit. I was at the Hoover-Thompson game last year. I actually put out a tweet about a guy this morning that made a sack for South Alabama last night. That guy in that game was responsible for a couple points for Hoover. It was 9 to nothing was the final score. Hoover beat Thompson in that game. Uh, he had a he had a pick off of a batted ball at the line of scrimmage and took it, like, all the way down the goal line. Anyway, the guy that stood out in that game was Caleb Harris. He was the one. And I was like, I better get some video of him. And I actually haven't. I need to share that. But he was taken out of the game. Neither team was throwing the ball at all. I mean, they probably threw the ball maybe eight to ten times apiece. Mm-hmm. And he decided, you know what, I'm a safety. I'm fixing to be a linebacker today. And he got up in the box. He started throwing linemen around. He slid in there one time and, and made a huge hit on the quarterback. And I was like, that guy, like, he has some – some game-changing ability. Like, he's pretty good. I just – dude, kids like that that have that lunch pail mentality, man, they're just – and they got that dog in them. They just love football. He's one of those kind of kids, man. Um, and we'll we'll talk more about him when we talk about, I think, probably our next talking point in a, a potential decommitment – or no, not a potential, one that did decommit um, and where you might be getting a lot more upside with a three-star than you were going to have with a four-star. Right. Yeah, Auburn has lost two de- uh, two defensive backs in the past week, past eight nine days. The first one was Jalewis Solomon, the four star from Schley County, Georgia. He committed. He, you know, he's already committed to South Carolina. Um, I don't want to toot our own horns, but everybody's asked us on this show before who's the most likely to decommit. We all said it was going to be Jalewis Solomon. We all thought it would would be Jalewis Solomon because he was so close to South Carolina before. Well, so. I wasn't shocked at that. I think Auburn wasn't expecting that when it happened. Um, since then, uh, on Tuesday, uh, Jaden Lewis, the four-star from Aniston, decommitted. And I didn't realize this. Y'all told me before the show that people were freaking out about this. That means we we didn't do our job very well. Um, Jaden Lewis, Auburn told a couple of guys last Monday, I mean like eight days ago, This was, and one of them was not Jalewis Solomon. They told a couple of guys last Monday that they needed to look at other places. Basically, um, we're breaking up. Yeah. We're breaking up. You can do it when you want to. You can announce when you want to. You can not announce. You can just wait until you find another home. They didn't put any kind of requirements or anything other than you're not signing with Auburn. We're, we're no longer interested. This is this is like re-eval season, right? I mean, this yeah. is halfway through the high school season. They're all looking at this tape from the first five, six games and going either, yeah, you're what we thought we you, you are, what you were, or, nah, I feel like we can do better. Um, so, Jaden Lewis was one of those guys last week that Auburn said, look elsewhere. And so, if people are freaking out, uh, they shouldn't be. I won't. Everybody to kind of walk through this exercise. If you're listening to this podcast, that means that you are completely into recruiting. You are a recruit Nick, okay? You are what Cole and I were before you started doing this when we were listening to Jeffrey. You pull up the huddle highlights of both from midseason. Watch them. Both who? Of? Jaden Lewis and Caleb Harris. Of Caleb Harris. Don't look at their star rating. And you tell me which one's the four-star and which one's the three-star. Okay. 
just do the Pepsi challenge here for me. You know what I mean? And tell me which one's the four and which one's the three. And I promise you, when you watch Caleb Harris's high, and I'm not saying this because he's a potential commitment to Auburn. I'm saying this because it's legitimate. I mean, this is not, to the best of my understanding, Lewis is a great kid. Um, I, I hope that he lands somewhere else and thrives in everything that he does. But I think Auburn made a hard decision, and you have to make hard, when you're rebuilding a roster, right. rebuilding the roster the way we are, you have to make hard decisions. And they made a hard decision to go in a different direction and put somebody in this class that fits more of what they're looking for from that position. Listen, you could probably make an all-star team with the guys that Auburn decided not to take, okay, because they thought there was somebody better out there. Yeah. That's the reality of, hey, we have an eval. We have to stick to our guns here. This is what we believe. That's what you do as a, as a coach. You have to do it. It's part of the business that this has become. You want it to be a business? It's a business now, okay? Uh, this is how it works. Some guys don't get to stay. Some guys, you know, uh, go elsewhere. That's just how this that's how this works. It's a business. So, you know, that doesn't mean anything about Jaden Lewis. Uh, he runs like a 10-7, 100-meter. I mean, the dude's going to be fine, okay? He's, yeah. He can play. But they just think they have a better fit somewhere. Yeah. That's, that's where they're going to roll with. Uh, we don't think that's going to be the last decommitment. Uh, still looking at uh, at least one more. Let's talk about commitments. All right, let's get off the negative onto some positives. So, yeah. uh, a big group of visitors are expected to come in this weekend. Two official visitors, both are JUCO guys, uh, both with Auburn ties. Laquan Robinson, the junior college safety from Holmes, Mississippi, or Holmes Community College in Mississippi. Brian Taylor, the three-star defensive lineman from Blinn. Texas, Blinn Community College in Texas. Cole and I and Jay Head was, we're all unanimous on this. If, if Jay Head could put in a prediction, I'm sure he would have before us. Uh, Laquan Robinson, Jay Head, uh, coming in for an official visit. Your take on him? Much needed safety target in this class. So you have Zion Puckett, who's potentially going to graduate and move on after this season. Jalen Simpson. Both Zion and Simpson have another year, but I think it's unlikely that either one or both will come back. And so with that being the case, you're losing your two most experienced safeties in this class. This is a guy that can come into your two deep right away. He can play the boundary. He can play the field. He can pretty much do it all. He's an absolute striker, a hitter, and a turnover machine. He's the kind of guy you need in this class. And when you're losing that much of a veteran presence as you are and potentially Simpson and Puckett, you got to replace it with somebody that's had some snaps before. And whether you do that through the portal or whether you do that through junior college, I think that's a situation that had to be addressed. And, and Laquan Robinson meets a lot of the criteria of what they're looking for and a guy that can step in and play right away. Uh, I, I think Auburn, he's definitely on our commitment watch. I think Auburn would love to get this done. I kind of felt like he was pretty close two weeks ago for the Georgia game. Um Curious to see if he goes ahead and would it be a huge, huge addition for Auburn. He is the number one ranked junior college safety in the country. According to the On3 industry ranking, he also is the number five overall recruit, junior college recruit in the country. From from Greenville, Alabama, his father's a big uh, Auburn fan. We'll see if Zach Etheridge and the boys can get it done this weekend. Another tie to Auburn, Brian Taylor, the junior college defensive lineman. For some reason, he's ranked as an edge, but he's 6'5", he's 290. Uh, he's a D-lineman, if I've ever heard of a D-lineman. Yeah. Uh, he's the number 13 overall junior college player in the country. He's from Blinn, Texas, uh, but he was originally from Houston, Texas. He plays in Blinn uh, Community College. 
but he's originally from Houston. Cole, uh, you've written some stuff on Brian. Yeah, Jeffrey, I actually think you're going to be pretty shocked when you see him. Oh, really? Because uh, he does not look like he weighs 290. Okay. That is a testament to his frame and his build and how lean he is at that weight. Knowing that, I, I'm like, man, I mean, this guy right here, you, you, there's a lot you can do with this guy. I, I think he's I think he's a priority for the staff. I mean, in my eyes, this guy's about as good as you're going to get this quick to go go ahead and help you out on the defensive line. So I do think there's going to be a push for him while he's there this weekend. He's got Florida and Georgia also on his official visit lists. Mm-hmm. So that, that tells you a lot, too. They're, they're pretty good with evals. Obviously, Georgia's <laughs> they're okay. I mean, they've done just fine, I guess. Um, so this guy's got a lot of big fish after him, and, and Auburn's got a chance to really – I don't know if they can close the deal this weekend, but they sure can come close, I think. He has an official visit scheduled to Georgia uh, next weekend. He's got Tennessee in November, and he's got Florida in November. So this dude's got some he, – he's playing in the SEC next year. Be curious to see what he has to say after he leaves. Speaking of commitment, watch, um, I think, uh, Cole, you had Caleb Harris before anybody else. Uh, I don't know. Have, have you put in a have – have I, did I, yeah. didn't I put in a – We both have. Okay. Pretty high. Okay. Caleb Harris – uh, my people think he could, it'd be more. It's more likely he 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 leaves or commits in the next, let's say, week, seven days from now. He's on the commitment list. Yep. Okay. Love him. Everybody loves him. I love him because he's a Thompson. I, yeah, that's a big deal, isn't it? I mean, yeah, Thompson is. Um, that's been sort of a. When's the last has, has Auburn signed a player from Thompson? No, not since Mark Freeman got there. There's been a gate around that school for Auburn. Uh, they're about to open it up, and then what happens? Once they get that door open, what else happens? I'll just say though, I I love physical football players. You're you're gonna blind me every time if you maybe have speed deficiencies or other things. If you're just dead gum physical, I can't help it. I just love those type of football players. Caleb Harris, Laquan Robinson, I'd be saying, come on now. Yeah. You, guys, you guys can do it 100%. Well, and I think Caleb Harris, you know, whereas Laquan to me is, is purely a safety, I, I think you've got an opportunity to develop that young man at three different positions. He could be a safety if his body stays where it's at. He could play the nickel. He could develop into, you know, a money linebacker like we've talked about. I think he's a kid that can affect at two different levels of the defense – I'm contingent on how his body develops, but I'm with you, Cole. He's a football player, right? Yeah. He's a football player. And Auburn, under Tommy Tuberville, loved guys like this. This was the kind of guys that he went and plucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, you know, they just produce. Maybe they're not the best NFL draft, draft pick, but they just produce. Exactly. Uh, some other um, uh, visitors of note this weekend. We talked about the two JUCOs. Uh, the 2024 list, uh, let's see here, a bunch of commitments. Kylan Fox, four-star yeah. tight end from, where's he from, Georgia? He's oh, from uh, Owen Popo's neighborhood. Yep. Crazy. UCF commitment, and he's going to be in town. Uh, Caleb Harris is another one. Uh, kind of the only non-commitments I have right now. But, again, keep an eye on these other guys. Um, keep an eye on some other guys. Uh, 2025, <coughs> Micah DuBose. Um, confirmed with me before we came on the show. Matter of fact, 
He is a the top 20 overall player in the 2025 class. He's committed to Georgia. He's a big dog. I think he's the number one interior offensive lineman in the 2025 class. I think he is. Ryan Witt. Got the feet to play tackle. I'm sorry, Jeff. Okay, no. Uh, Ryan Williams, Caleb Cunningham, two of the top four wide receivers in the country next year, including I think it's one in four. I think, or maybe Ryan's number two. Um, let's see who else. Jordan Crawford, you knew, uh, you knew, you knew commitment, and, and a couple of the tight end heavy this week. You got this yeah. kid from Kansas coming in, Lincoln Cure, and then another kid, Ty Root from Texas coming down, and then Hollis Davison from Peachtree City, Georgia coming. Uh, so, uh, again, take back Friday, man, because some of these bigger names are kind of a little hesitant to put out there what their weekend plans are. Mm. Uh, do I put the bows on here? Yeah, he's on there. But, yeah, uh, it, it may not be – is this going to be a night game, right? Yeah, 6 o'clock. It may not be as big as the Georgia game. At least it's not shaping up that way right now. doesn't feel like it anyway. Right, right. This Get a couple of key guys there. Yeah, you're going to have important visitors there. That's that's the thing. But you're also going to have – I promise, I feel very confident we're going to have to go, hey, surprise visitor. Yeah. We got, we got one. Yeah. I feel real confident about that. Right now, like I said, I think we said this – we said this was live. Jamonte Waller's a guy I'm keeping an eye on, Cam Coleman, yeah. Cam Franklin, guys like that that haven't confirmed. But those could easily be, hey, Cam Coleman just walked through the tunnel. He told me he wasn't coming, but here he is. Right. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. We will do our best to keep it up, man. Um, all right. Uh, let's get some how about you's and get the hell out of here. Okay. How about you's? I've got uh, two, four, six, eight, and I've got nine. Ooh. Ooh. So I'll bat clean up. All right. Cole, you want to go ahead and go first? Uh, yeah, I will. I'm going to go. MLC, Jeffrey, that's just MLC. Okay. Uh, I find it fascinating. Uh, I gave Deb for AU one a couple weeks ago when we have, you know, females, when we have ladies on the on the board because it's sort of a dude thing, you know. But if you're a big Auburn fan, I mean, this is the place, Auburn Live. We, you know, we got it. We got you covered from every angle. And uh, I think MLC has, has really uh, become a big member in the past month. I've seen her on a lot of stuff. She's pretty much comments on everything I do. She's on our YouTube show all the time. MLC. All I'm right. On. Times two MLC. Um, and then I'll go Matt McTee is my other one. M-A-T-T. M-A-T-T underscore M-C-T. Okay. How about you, Matt underscore McTee? Mr. Jahan. I am going to go with... Kid Country or Country Kid, whatever he's going by these days on okay. the court. There is a Country Kid. Is that him? It, yeah. Is it, I, I, I'm almost positive it's Edward. I think it is. Yeah, I, I think something happened there. Not exactly sure. Anyway, uh, swapped a couple DMs with him. Uh, just really appreciate whatever brings to the board. So how about you, big dog? Kid Country is Edward from Selma. Okay. Yeah. He So he used to be Kid Country. Kid country. Now there's a country kid. I think that's him. I think that's him too. Oh, for real? Yeah. I'm, I'm you think he's changed his mind, his name? His subscription might have run up, and he may have made a new one. That's what I'm thinking. You know what, Kid Country? The last time he was seen was September the ninth. That's what I'm saying. And I, country All right, kid. country oh, kid. 
Edward and I, Jay had, you know, we've become friends. I, I hung out with him the whole night uh, when I went to see Derek Smith. Mm-hmm. He added me on Facebook. The food he cooks, dude. Oh, I, I got to get some of it, brother. I'm telling you. No, let's not talk about that. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> That's why Jeffrey needs to get out of the podcast right now. Fried chicken and some. some, uh, Oh, look at Jeffrey's face. Was it was it uh, was it crispy? You're not doing that intermittent fasting right now, are you, big dog? Oh, hey, I'll give up on that. (laughs) Fried chicken that Edward put up. It reminded me of of Resident Schoolhouse. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. (laughs) (sighs) If I haven't read whole schoolhouse, whatever it is. They should pay me because. Yeah, leave me alone for about three minutes. I'll drive to South Montgomery just for it. I will do it. I told my dad he should. That's my dad's kind of place. He'll tear that up. Man, I love the salad bar, dude. They got these cold silver plates. And you know what? I don't like Thousand Island, but for some reason I love it there. Okay. I tried it one time. Somebody was like, hey, we make the best Thousand Island. I was like, I don't really like Thousand Island. I tried it. Oh my gosh! I'll give it a shot. I'm more of a ranch man myself. I've uh, but I started out with Thousand Island, and they and they got that good ranch too. Oh, it's so good. Oh, make good ranch. Oh my goodness! All right, uh, country kid, Jay head. Anyone else? That's it. That's it. Okay. Kid this week, um, and I, I'll have a, a longer list the next. What time. is Anthony's? A-S-W-E, um, I believe. Make that squared for me. ASW, because of him coming on and clarifying after the show. Um, shout out to Anthony. Love Yes. Him. Listen, I love Anthony. He's one of, if not our best callers on the call-in show on Sundays. If you haven't listened to the show, get on there on Sunday nights and hope Anthony calls in. He will uh, intelligent you. It is ASWE, all caps. ASWE, all caps. Yeah, he'll learn you a thing or two. All right, how about you, Garrett Mashburn? How about you, Garrett Mashburn? Garrett. Listen, anybody who uses their real name I love it. on this site, how about you, big dog? Over Bruce you know, anybody who doesn't use their brother's login? Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. How about you, Garrett? All right, how about you, NC Tiger 234? How about you, the BK11AU? How about you, the Lieutenant Aldo Rain? Yes. Uh, how about you to NB22? How about you to Ryan141414? Uh, how about you to Vulcan Tiger? How about you to Weagle06? And how about you to C. Richie8? Okay. I, didn't, I didn't get any. Maybe I've. Are those, are there, all these are terrible posters or something? I don't know. Why didn't anybody go, yeah, I like him? Oh, yeah, he's a good one. Gonna be honest with you, after after Aldo Rain, I kind of tuned out. Kind <laughs> 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 of like me watching the LSU game the other night. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm here. <laughs> Have y'all noticed that John Fly WDE has taken over as the liker? He likes everything. Every single post, he likes it. Hmm. Interesting. John- Is God Camet still around? Yeah, he does it too. But John Fly is sort of coming. You know. I'm gonna keep my eye on John Fly now. He needs to get his own stick. I know old God Kemet. No, make sure he's not a bot. That's <laughs> right. Do that. Yeah, you wonder. You're like, man, he likes every single post. John Fly does. He does, man. Okay. We open a thread right now. He's like something in there. I promise. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna test your theory. <laughs> 
I'm doing it. Of course, I'm not finding it right now. <laughs> oh my God, he did it! The first one, I, it was it's got, it's liked by God Cammy and John Fly, <laughs> 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 and so is the next one, and so is the next one. <laughs> oh, John Fly. All right, hey, look like you, John Fly. Keep, yeah, keep like so, listen, I'm big how about you to God, Cameron. There you go. He doesn't get enough love. Yeah. John Cameron, yeah, I mean, John Fly, you're on deck. I'm going I'm to keep my eye on you. All right, Tim. John Cameron. <laughs> John Cameron, yeah. Oh, John Cameron. All right, well, let's, uh, let's end it there, man. Don't forget to go to birddogs.com slash Auburn, all caps, one word, get you a free hydro-style type uh, bird dog flask, canteen, whatever you like to call it, birddogs.com slash Auburn. Use the promo code Auburn. Uh, we will be back, what's today, Wednesday? We'll be back Sunday, us, uh, us three will. Mm-hmm. For the call-in show, 6.30 on our YouTube show. By the way, uh, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click those notifications, man. We're trying to get, uh, I think we're, I mean, ultimately we'd like to get 10,000 subscribers on that YouTube channel. Yep. I think we're pushing eight. We are. We're pushing, we're, we're right at seven, five. We're pushing eight. Okay. So. I, I, that's pushing eight in my, my opinion. Uh, so go like, subscribe, turn on those notifications. All, anytime a video is uploaded, you will get notified. Don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe to Auburn Live on three. It's a perfect opportunity. One dollar for the first month or, Fifty-five dollars for the entire year, and I know the math doesn't add up. But once you pay, uh, once you do the first month for one dollar, you'll be paying the regular monthly price of ten dollars uh, a month. So, or eight dollars, I can't remember. Anyways, it's cheaper to go ahead and get that fifty percent off annual subscription. Trust me, uh, it's four dollars a month. I think a little bit more if you do it that way. All right, that's going to do it for us, man. We uh, appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody watching. We absolutely do. We love you. We appreciate y'all. Uh, for Jay Head, for Cole, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Y'all stay at that left lane. See ya. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in 
West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 